0: EPIPHANIES AND DISENCHANTMENT EPISODE 1 FROM THE TOP OF THE WORLD Feel the cool air crawling down your spine, embracing every inch of your skin. See those wisps of clouds around you. Hear the beating of your heart thumping freedom, freedom. Freedom, smell that refreshing dewy scent of the vapor in the air or the petrichor in the wind, taste like new opportunities and power at last, that's how revitalizing and liberating it is to be at the top of the world. You see, mountaineers would brave extreme dangers to reach the summit of the mountain. They are willing to go under strenuous training in the name of challenge, excitement, and remoteness. The cause, time, and danger would take a backseat when the goal is set. I am not a mountaineer, though. I am just a middle-class person working my ass off to make ends meet. My goal is only to climb the top of the food chain enough not to become prey of mediocrity and complacency, but as I look back at my young career in my small town, I am already entrusted with various opportunities to exercise my expertise in my profession and huge responsibilities to execute duties that are, well, administrative in nature. I have the opportunity to command professionals under my jurisdiction. I can implement protocols, Then I can make the protocol. I get to decide on who stays and who has to go. I have a seat at the table, crafting and implementing policies, developing innovations, proposing projects, and evaluating others. I get to lead my fellows even when I hold an entry-level job position, legally speaking. In my young career, I am held upon a pedestal next to the school head. I got admirers and critics, of course. Admirers who would appreciate all of my hard work and liken me to a superwoman. They say I can do everything. They say that I can inspire or motivate inefficient teammates to work harder. Some would say I pressure them to either perfection or distraction. Critics would say I'm no fun and see me only as a workaholic snob. Some even claim that I get to manipulate the decision in favor of my judgment. Some would look up to me and admire my work ethics, but there are also some who would take me as a stock-up who loves bossing around. But there is one thing they have in common. Yes, whether admirers and critics, they have one thing in common. They keep their distance. And that's when I realize it may be empowering at the top of the world and liberating at the top of the command, but it can also be lonesome. At the summit of the mountain you are not with the birds that soar the skies. Yet you are not also with other land animals on the ground, and the trees end at the tree line. It gets lonely at the top of the world. Yes, it is comfortable to be alone at the seat of power, so the decision making would not take so much time. Since I know in myself that I am not a self-solving leader. I also like the distance most of the time because then I don't have to be socially awkward since I'm an introvert. It's that liberating and empowering. No questions asked, but no suggestions raised as well. There are a lot of days that I get tired of decision making after decision making. It's exhausting. To always think for the common good or consider the lesser evil. It is saddening to look around and see no one willing to exchange ideas as your peer, not to be rude only, to have an intellectual and healthy discussion. No one dares. If there are a few who would, I could count them in my fingers, but they are gone as soon as I open my mouth to respond. Sometimes I want to give up because of the these burnout fueled by loneliness. A number of days that I just want to be with other teachers, just to be, you know, with them to have a good time, not because... I will facilitate another meeting or cascade information and announcement and instruction from supervisors. Don't get me wrong though, I love my job. I appreciate the trust of the higher-ups and the recognition and respect I receive. I perform well because I love what I'm doing. I'm a nobody yet I'm given this opportunity to change the world. And since I'm innately a problem solver. My position from the top of the world is well-fitting, it's just that it feels isolating at times when people would start to only look at you and see only work written all over your face. As if I don't have a life or hobbies outside of the academe, as if I'm just a leader or a boss, day in and day out. There are moments that I just want to have lunch with others just to eat together, maybe share a good banter or two, not to purposefully do it just to build camaraderie and rapport among us. There are days that I want to share a bowl of lugaw in a cold stormy school day. When classes are cancelled too late, but we're already in school. Just to actually warm ourselves in consolation for our wasted pamasahe and gas. Not because I want to console your demotivated self, because that's my duty as your leader. You know, just good time. But in those simple moments that I seek companion to share a hot meal, a story, or a joke, are also the moments that I realize how isolated I am in my position. That you're all too eager to go out of my sight together to have fun somewhere else because work is suspended. I am suspended. I spell word to your eyes and so you are happy for the work suspension. Too happy, maybe, to leave me behind. And though I relish at being alone as an introvert, I still look for genuine companionship at times. A genuine companion who sees me as an equal but still respects our differences and boundaries. So, my epiphany from the top of the world is this. And the next time you have a chance to meet with your team leaders, you may want to invite them to go. Even just for a once in a while? Or maybe ask them about their day. When they ask for suggestions, please don't be afraid to share your brilliant ideas. True leaders acknowledge that they do not know everything and still need to hear from their teammates. Your respect is very much appreciated, the boundary very much recognized, but please also know that it gets lonely at the top of the world. Indeed, it is lonely there. The cool air, wisps of clouds, dewy scent of vapor in the air, petrichor in the wind, and the beating of my heart-thumping freedom, 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 are not enough to make me stay here. The disenchantment is rather heartbreaking, yet liberating as well. It's time to bid farewell to tears and sweat I shed. The ties I had to severe in the name of common good, the boulders of mediocrity that I crushed, the tempests of prejudices I withstand, and the loneliness I breathed with gritted teeth all this time. And since I cannot withstand another gush of loneliness, I am climbing down the mountain. I will rejoin with trees past the tree line. I have seen the skies from the top of the world. And while I still savor the liberating and empowering feeling on the summit, perhaps I will opt to soar through the clouds again someday, in some other way. I'm etching my name on the summit. I hope what I have contributed is enough to keep it there for a while. Maybe someday, when I reach the top again, it is still etched there. For now, I just have to find my footing again, recollect my artistic self, and reconnect with the others on ground zero. Maybe if they will know that I am not just all about protocols, paperwork, and pressure, then they won't be this harsh to me. I'm climbing down from the summit to rejoin the nature and recharge my soul. This moment of rest that I badly needed is long overdue, and I'm not letting another moment pass without grabbing my chance to be, and to do, what I love the most. I'll surely miss the feeling of liberty and empowerment at the summit. But I will take all the lessons that I learned from the top of the world, and try my best to impart this in the next generation of innovators, not as their leader, but as the wise weirdo girl next door that I always wanted to be. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's epiphany and disenchantment.